0: What's up guys, welcome to the side of C D fans podcast. I am your host, Matt Duell. Uh we had a late scratch to the lineup today. Uh my co host Joe isn't uh, able to do it. He, don't worry, he doesn't have COVID or anything, he's just got an ear infection and uh a jaw that's bothering him, so he's been pretty miserable for the last week and a half and he he tried to gut it out. We did a fitness tests before, we gave him some steroid shots and uh he's a late scratch. But I do have a guest this week, and like I said last week, if you are listening to this, there's probably about a 99% chance you know who he is. Uh, You may know him from Third Degree, the Third Degree podcast. Uh, You may know him from the Beer Guardians. He's the Don from Across the Pond, the OG from Across the Sea. It's the great Dan Crook. Dan, how's it going?
1: That's the best introduction ever. I'm going to gonna download this episode and just like walk into <laughs> room playing that on my phone that's your new uh it's like your wwe intro music it's just yeah new. i'm gonna walk him with a steel chair in hand and all sorts of shit
0: <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna lie i uh i thought of that those intros like as soon as you said i'm doing an episode i was like all right i gotta come up with a, a clever nickname for him and so og from across the sea instantly i thought of and i was trying to think of something that rhymed with pond uh don is a is a pretty common term in england right
1: uh, uh yeah kinda i'm just glad you didn't get on the james bond path because yeah. that would be too cliche is that and you know we don't want to upset anyone and just want like seattle people <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so uh I, dan and i know each other from i met him whenever i did my media thing for like four games um and I do remember that you were impressed with my knowledge of uh, British slang and uh, stuff like that, purely for me watching a lot of British YouTubers growing up and some TV shows. But uh, yeah, we had fun just screwing around the press box, you, me, on John Arnold. And yeah, we, we pissed off the uh, the Seattle PR guy pretty good. But hey, that's what Seattle does, right, is get offended.
1: Yeah, I mean it was it was the day that Atlanta took the attendance record off him and Oh, he was really pissed then. There were so many Seattle invented jokes he had to leave for the second half. He was so upset. It was great.
0: Seattle invented being upset about attendance numbers. Um, so how have you been how have you been staying busy and all that during quarantine life? I've
1: just been running from COVID basically. You know, it's a really great workout, keeps you in shape. Something like that anyway. Yeah. Still been working. Uh, not working just just uh, you know. Yeah, working from home, and uh, just trying to keep busy. You know, um, personally Dallas people uh, write in things that say, "Hey, such and such passed a te- uh, failed a test for COVID." <laughs> I did see that I. Uh, we'll get into this in a sec, but I did see that
0: y'all y'all chose to leave out the name this time around. But uh, I figured, yeah, I guess someone got mad. But it is kind of weird because. Uh, I've noticed in other sports, like you saw like Ezekiel Elliott getting basically outed for his uh, COVID test or whatever, and he was upset about it. Mm. And I mean, I guess I understand, but it's kind of one of those things to where, you know, it's not like it's something to be completely ashamed of. If you get it, it's something that's going to affect a lot of people,
1: but you know, you're well, not yeah. alone. Yeah. Everyone's talking about herd immunity, right? Which means everyone has to get it at some point.
0: That's not like you're saying coming out publicly saying Zika has chlamydia or something like that. Like, <laughs>
1: it's not quite that embarrassing. Probably does. <laughs> <That's>
0: a- <laughs> uh oh, he's gonna come- he's gonna sue us. Watch out. I, I think he's a listener, so actually, I actually have a surprise for you, Dan. Joining us now on the line is Ezekiel. El- oh, I'm just kidding. That would be cool if I pulled that off in episode two. If I was able to pull off a guest. That would that
1: be gonna- uh, that. That'd be interesting. I think I have a Talk better chance pulling of a rabbit back. out of your
0: ass. I think I'd probably get Dak uh, before I could get Zeke, just from his slight FC Dallas interest. I mean, hell, Dak goes to more (laughs) FC Dallas games than most people who call themselves FC Dallas fans, so.
1: Well, Frisco's a long way away from... Frisco. Something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. That's the excuse, right? Frisco's too far, you know, I can't be bothered to get in my car and sit there for 20 minutes.
0: That is one thing that I did want to get into. I guess we can hit on it now. Uh, there was a fan question. Oh, it's, shit. Uh, we're getting right into it. This is the Sad FCD Fans Podcast, Dan. It wouldn't be a podcast called the Sad FC Fans Podcast. Bring him a vibe down. Without some complaining about attendance. Um, so we had a, a fan, Kevin Brosnan, who said, uh, basically, he's talking about, obviously, we all know that attendance is horrific. Um, but I have to believe a tide that rises, parentheses, MLS attendance, Lifts all boats. Parentheses. FC Dallas. Let's say the back office keeps the marketing budget constant going forward, so minimal. How long do you think it will take us to see consistent 75% attendance? Well, they isn't. Okay, so what's the capacity right now? It's like 18,000. Twenty. Twenty. Is it 20? I thought that was before renovation stuff. Yeah, guess. they
1: took. They, they pretty much put all the same seats back in, and then you've got stand-in areas too. Oh, so try- I think. Maybe capacity with standing rooms like twenty two at this point. So fifteen thousand seventy
0: five percent. So they're I mean they're already pretty much there, but the goal should be. Say they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's true, but let's say that the attendance numbers are true, then they're pretty much there. But we all know that they could do much better,
1: and the goal should be higher than just seventy
0: five percent.
1: It's kind of funny that whole uh, you know the tide of MLS lifting the. You know, being the wave that lifts FC dollars whatever it is. That is entirely the hunt ideal. Um, exactly. You know, and it's something that that they've used actually, kind of ef- effectively in in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Of hey, we don't have to spend a lot because if every other team gets a big star, then we can just sell out each game based on said big stars. Only problem. For and is Dallas, as long as not not every
0: team has a star that people want to see, it's only a handful.
1: Yeah, and then you've also got the element of, you know, it's a it's single entity. The money all goes back into the pot and then it's divvied out. So they're probably taking more than their fair share at this point. I mean, you know, it's not like FC Dallas is built to, to be a market leader or anything like that and stand alone and make money. Exactly, yeah. So, they kind of have always just kind of thrived off of that
0: single entity structure and kind of cashing in on the success and efforts of others, which is kind of the FC Dallas model. But I I don't know if I necessarily agree with that MLS growing means more people are going to go to FC Dallas games. You would think that would be the case, but, I mean, recent years attendance hasn't really, it's been pretty steady. If anything, maybe a little mm. downwards trending. And, uh, you know, I think soccer is growing incredibly in this country i i'd I'd say this all the time soccer is a top four sport in this country mls is not a top four league the amount of soccer fans there are in this country is greater than than it's probably about even with hockey i would say soccer fans MLS fans is a completely different story you know especially in, in the city of dallas or the dfw area to where and this is a something i wanted to bring up this is a tweet that I uh, quoted and talked about, I think last week, from a uh, Skyler in Dallas, who you should give a follow to if you don't. He has some really cool merch and stuff that he puts out for uh, Mavs stuff and Rangers stuff. So he says, FC Dallas is deeply uncool, and that sucks as a soccer fan in Dallas. And this was in response to uh, Austin FC had that cool... Uh, I know, Dan, you're a big Austin FC fan, right? <laughs> I-, I could give two shits about him. <laughs> Uh, they they made like a shirt collab with um, it was kind of like a like a Black Lives Matter type thing and I think we can all agree that Austin FC already has like a bigger uh, a bigger presence in their downtown area than FC Dallas has ever had in Dallas.
1: Yeah, they're actually trying. I have no idea who the uh, who the group they were doing that with was. Um, Black yeah, Pumas it's, music. It's cool to actually like. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Grammy nominated I'm reading their Twitter bio. Grammy nominated Best New Artist from Austin, Texas. So I guess that's their local connection. Yeah. But uh he's he's one hundred percent right that it is not cool to be an F C Dallas fan in Dallas. It's not like uh no. UC, like L A F C, Atlanta United, Seattle Sounders, Portland Timbers. Those are teams where it's not a weird thing to be a fan of that team. It's not taboo to support your MLS team in those cities. Here in Dallas, it is. It's it's a weird thing. When I tell people that I'm an FC Dallas fan, I get kind of a weird look a lot of times. It's almost embarrassing to where I'll tell someone I'm a soccer fan or I'll have a conversation with them about soccer. And they go, oh, who's your favorite team? And I think about it. And I'm like, I could just say, you know, I could make up a random team in Europe just to save face probably, but I tell him I was like, I really only support FC Dallas and the U.S. national team and I'll watch anything, but those are the only teams that I have any sort of rooting interest in. And they kind of, you know.
1: Well, there's two things to this. One, yes, FC Dallas is really uncool. Um, You know, I said in an article in 2016, an article that actually uh caused the then marketing director to ref- start refusing to speak to me i saw him every week up until the day he got fired nice um, who won it yet i mean yeah i think yeah, you did. I- i'm somehow still there um <laughs> but um you know i said the, I, I i put in that that it's weird if you see someone in fc dallas gear there is an awkward like nod of acknowledgement. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you're you feel a like sucker you ha- too. You
0: have to acknowledge them. It's like you're in like a like a cult or something like that. Where like I have
1: to give you an acknowledgement. Yeah, exactly. And um, people who ask who your favorite team is, and you know, as someone with an English accent, I go through this a lot quite a lot. Oh, who's your favorite team? Oh, you know, FC Dallas. I live local. Yeah, but who's your real team? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> your- you mean like in Europe? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from Luton, so I'm a Luton Town fan. I have been all my life. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, Who's your EPL team? It's like, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. So, like Manchester United. Why would I pick a? Yeah, yeah that's it. I'm like, what, why? I don't give a shit. I, I support my local team here, and my local team at home. I don't just pick some fucking random team or <laughs> whoever's winning. It's like it's just such a weird mindset. It's you know all those like AO dude bros who you know mls and fc dallas has to do something to try and rein them in and be like hey we have good soccer you're going to be watching paxton Pomacol and reggie cannon and guys like that so why not just pay 20 bucks and watch them now
0: exactly i hate when people act like their soccer palette is too good for mls it's like dude you're from you're from iowa and you just have nbc sports so that means yeah, that like, I'm
1: so excited for Leicester v Aston Villa. Like, really <laughs> that, that fucking shit best.
0: I'd rather watch Luton Town versus uh versus who would they play the other day? Swansea. Oh, well, we played Leeds the... today. <laughs> wasn't there a uh, I saw the clip where it was just like 17 slide tackles in an 8 second span and then like a fight broke out. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, the red card. And beautiful one of our football. defenders
1: just started jumping. Beautiful for no stuff. apparent reason, just started jumping up and down. That's the that's beautiful
0: great. game at its best, right there. <laughs> but yeah, like,
1: I don't, I've said this before,
0: I don't have a European team that I support. If you like put a gun up to my head and made me choose one, I guess I would say Chelsea just because growing up, that's like my dad. I guess my dad is a Chelsea fan, that's just from he's also an FC Dallas fan first, and now I guess I have a rooting interest because of Pulisic. And so, like, whenever Chelsea was in the Champions League, I remember my, my dad took me out of school for the final whenever they lost to Man United. And I remember... That was we, a
1: glorious day. We watched it. I love John Terry fuck up his <laughs> slip penalty. We were watching it at the
0: stadium uh, in the club. I don't remember what, it, was, what was it used to be called, Winstar or whatever. So, we yeah, you know, we watched it in the huh. club. I was in, like, second or third grade, or fourth grade, I think, actually, and my dad took me out of school to watch Champions League, which was pretty badass. But... uh. Yeah. So like, that's the thing I like I go to, UT or I went to UTD and soccer is very popular there. I see more soccer apparel than I do any other sport, maybe Cowboys stuff, but really like walking around, I see all kinds of soccer jerseys and I'd be willing to bet that, you know, none of them are probably FC Dallas fans. People my age and my generation, soccer is a popular sport, but the amount of people I know that are around my age that are FC Dallas fans is extremely low. Joe is one of the only ones. And that's why he's the co host.
1: No, it's 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 weird. Like you go to Craig Ranch or uh shit, what's the other ones? Um uh, Spark or you know, anywhere where there's like a lot of soccer being played or just any random field by the side of six thirty five. Um you know, or um shit, shit, words are tough. Words are really tough. Um <laughs> Actually, yeah, UTD. UTD is a great one. I played um, one of the six side leagues there. and They got some good fields. Like I say, there's just so much soccer around. For sure. And, you know, it's people gathered in one place, and FC Dallas could quite simply put up a little canopy and say, Hey, here's some free tickets. Come out, have a few beers. I think they did enjoy, that once. You know, enjoy the sport you like. Yeah, they did it once a few years, years ago when they were like, there. Hey, we're going to hit up all the universities. And uh-huh. then they had some shit DJ playing through the game, which pissed off everyone. <laughs> it was like a fucking episode of Geordie Shore. Uh, Jersey Shore, sorry. Uh, Geordie, Geordie Shore. Shore. The, the British one. Oh, really? With True Geordie?
0: Is yeah, that- it's
1: like people from Newcastle, and they're all, uh, you I knew know, that, yeah. idiots. Yeah. They're
0: all like almost soundish, basically. They're like Southern Scottish people.
1: Something like that, yeah. They're walking chlamydia.
0: <laughs> That's the second chlamydia reference we've had in 15 minutes. I think that's You've a got new, an episode title right there. I think, I think that's a new FC Dallas podcast record as uh, two chlamydia references. Um, but yeah, like you said, just they, wait for gonorrhea. That's episode three. Syphilis. Um, so they, <laughs> they yeah, they do the free ticket thing. But I never, I've never thought that giving stuff away for free is a is a good strategy of getting return fans. I think it just makes your product look really low quality to where, especially if you're giving it out to. Mainly broke college students. They're like, "Yeah, I'll go. I'll go for free." But if you're like, "Hey, next week we're playing against the Philadelphia Union. You want to buy twenty dollars tickets?" They're gonna be like, "I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll stick to. Maybe someone else would drag me in the future." And then, like you think about like the Open Cup final game, wherever it was nine o'clock on a Tuesday night, that place was full of. A much younger audience than you will ever see at any other FC Dallas game because they gave away so many tickets for free. My brother worked in ticket sales at that time and he said it was ridiculous how many tickets they just gave away because they were desperate to try to sell it out.
1: Yeah, no. Um, it's something they've done a few times. They've they've given away the entire beer garden um, to the supporters groups to try and get people in. They've like said done that. Um, which is is good because normally you'd say FC Dallas couldn't even give away tickets yeah. to fill the stadium. I would say a fan bringing another f- person to a game is probably
0: more likely to bring, back, bring them back repeatedly in the future than if, you know, random marketing intern hands out two free tickets at a college. If you or I bring a friend to a game, I think it'll probably be more likely for them to be interested.
1: No, no, definitely. And it's... It's weird because that was always a really good perk with FC Dallas, how you could, if you had an unused ticket, you could just swap it for another and, uh, you know, bring a friend. Now they're like, oh, you know, we've got blackout dates and you have to actually pay a fee to do it. And it's like they've just taken Mm -hmm. the incentive away from, you know, trying to build the crowd up because their best marketing tool is the fans. It's the people walking around in jerseys and gear and, you know, stuff that people say, oh wow that's that's like a real team it's not just a youth club cool it's not a minor and, league and like baseball say, like, team. no exactly and that's that's how the supporters groups grow you know someone someone brings along someone to like the dbg tailgate or the old matador tailgate and they just you know then someone else does and then someone else does it just grows from there and that's why you know booze is a great marketing tool to have fun Especially when it's free, yeah. Uh.
0: <laughs> Everyone loves free food and free drinks, so tailgates are usually a good way to bring people in. I've never gone to any of the supporters group tailgates. For A lot of people think that I'm in a supporters the hell group. What wrong with you? I don't know, I just don't. I always went to games with my oh. parents, so... You know, I don't know how much they're trying to turn up before a game. People invite me all the time, like, oh, stop by the tailgate, and I'm like, "Um, oh, maybe. But I don't ever really do it. <laughs> I think I've st- I don't even know if I've ever sat in the beer garden or stood in the beer garden. I don't think I have. But I used to sit right next to where the Inferno at the time was and then where El Matador was behind the goal on the south side of the mm-hmm. stadium pre Hall of Fame for years. And I enjoyed that. It was fun to be close to the atmosphere. But then you also see I saw plenty of people complaining about, "Oh, they're so loud." It's like, "Yeah, that's the point." I remember watching a woman have a meltdown because some confetti got on her baby whenever they were celebrating a goal. You'd have thought that El Matador <laughs> threw acid up in the air and it landed on her infant. But it was confetti. And she's like, Oh, my baby! Oh, they're
1: getting confetti on my baby! It was That Her genuine reaction oh. was a very troubled... She'd have loved beer showers in the beer garden.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine that. She would have had a full-on Karen meltdown if that would have happened to her. But, uh... One of Some of the things that I saw people to that tweet, I was talking about how FC Dallas is uncool. I saw a lot of people, just the main thing, like we were talking about it earlier, is the location, which is always going to be a problem. It's, it's not going to change. FC Dallas isn't moving anytime soon. They could have maybe realized their mistake, but once they built the Hall of Fame, it basically was just doubling down on Frisco and the, locked them in for even longer, you know?
1: I mean, they had plenty of time on that lease anyway, and Frisco gave them a stadium. They had options. They had McKinney, which came off the table. Frisco, who were happy to pay for a stadium or go out of business. Exactly. And people had to like, oh, they, why don't they just go to the Cotton Bowl? Because the Cotton Bowl is, you know, one they'd be renting it, and two their operating costs alone would be twice as much as Toyota Stadium. Yeah, and the Cotton Bowl's plus rent to the city ball. of Dallas, who don't want the team in Dallas.
0: I know everyone's nostalgic about the Cotton Bowl, but as of right now, it's kind of a shithole. I hate to say yeah.
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, like, people—it's all that, like, you know, halcyon memories, right? People talk about like, well, when the Cotton Bowl had ninety-five thousand people in watching Dallas burn. No, it had like no, it, you know, no, yeah, twenty-six <laughs> like thousand people watching yeah. it. It's, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stupidity and you know and then you get people saying well it's not close enough to fort worth like well would you go if it was no but
0: yeah exactly i just like
1: it to be on my doorstep to have the option
0: i also saw people were saying i live five minutes from the stadium i don't
1: care like like
0: the location is part of the problem but if people don't have a reason to care they're not going to you know like if you if you don't give people a reason to want to go to games they're not going to go even if it's in their backyard
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i think yeah there's a lot of excuses thrown around. honestly uh, you know Toyota Stadium is so easy to get through too. you don't have to go on the tollway, which is a you know a big complaint you you can stay on uh, on service roads or take yeah. Preston up or take yeah. 75 and cross over any of it exactly. um but I like, you know I live the same distance in the UK from Arsenal's grounders and Tottenhams for that matter as uh, downtown Dallas is to Frisco. Now, if I wanted to go to Arsenal, it involved driving, like, 40 minutes, then pay to park at a train station and get a train in the last 10 miles. That is an absolute bore like when I can get in my car, get on the tollway, you know, straight shot, 25 minutes, park for free in some places, Mm-hmm. Most and, places, really, you know, and then get in my car at the end of it, not have to worry about missing a train.
0: If you're paying for parking when you go to FC Dallas games, and you need to just kind of look around more for your parking. I don't want to give away my spot because then I don't want everyone yeah. parking there. <laughs> but, but I've never once paid for parking at an FC Dallas game in like the last decade. But uh, one thing, no, there's some, so many places. Yeah, um, and there some of them really aren't that much further of a walk than what you're paying for um so we had some fc dallas news since the last episode uh like we spoke about earlier there's uh some new covid related news around the team um so i guess you're the expert on this is is it up to so it's three new supposedly positive tests that came in since they arrived in orlando
1: yes uh so there was um there was one which was jesus ferrera a couple of weeks first ago one, yeah that was yeah that was the very first one um since then there were two more in in frisco like the week before week or two before yeah yeah, Pico, and right? Pico. Mm-hmm. yeah um and then we had Ace. There was a bunch of sources that gave those two names. And then one said, hey, um, there might be another. Uh, so what happened was Ryan Collins' head was like actually sick. Um, and is, since you know got better, he just had a, Non-COVID a regular... Sick. Yeah, he was he was Joe. Um, <laughs> you know, he just got sick and then got better. He had an ear. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, and then, yeah, uh, you know, they, they all had to pass two tests to actually travel. So, um, Fafa Pico, uh, you know, didn't travel, Brandon Sylvania did, Jesus Ferreira did, Sylvania did when they travel? got to Orlando.
0: Yes, okay, I hadn't seen him in any pictures. I don't think actually, no, no, I guess I did. Yeah, I haven't seen Pico anywhere though.
1: Yeah, no, he uh, he stayed back. Um, I, I assume. That he can rejoin, he can join up with the team afterwards. Uh, Colorado's Mm -hmm. got a kid that's gonna join up with them after. Um, Yeah, and then they they got to Orlando. They all had to do like a mandatory test and then quarantine. Um, And then before they even got the test results back, they were allowed to train together. (laughs) And one of the players that tested positive did not train. Two of them, well, one of them definitely did definitely did train
0: yeah in contact training now right they're up to
1: that point where it's like limited yeah, contact yeah. for
0: a second or whatever but that's all I'm yeah
1: talking. so it's a little bit concerning that they were a bit you know they they, they didn't make the team wait until they got the results back yeah that doesn't
0: <laughs> that doesn't make much sense um <laughs> so with with that so we aren't for sure if well i would assume ryan would be ready to play for the first game then right i mean he's training fully now
1: yeah he's good um
0: pico no most likely no i mean
1: he he'll you know i assume he'll be able to go to orlando and join up with them and and play but who knows what who knows his, point. his fitness um, levels will be
0: you know. i guess he can still run yeah, at home yeah
1: that's kind of not the same if he
0: hasn't been training with the team, I guess.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's uh yeah, I, I don't know really like how much of a mental thing it is as well, like having uh travel in late and know that you're playing this abbreviated preseason anyway and to have uh-huh. missed the very end of it. Yeah. Um so with with
0: what we know as to who's out and uh one thing that came in today was that they did say that Frank O'Hara's visa has been approved and that they're just waiting to receive it i guess right so hopefully that gets done yeah in the next week or so and he's eligible to play <laughs> he i he probably won't start uh don't expect that he'll probably be coming off the bench at least towards the beginning of the tournament or maybe all of it just to get his who knows what his fitness levels are right now but odds are he's he's not as fit as cobra is and he's definitely not as integrated into the team yet as cobra is. so it's it's cobra spot for now um but other, than, yep. other than that, so with Pico out, you would have to think that it's probably going to be Santiago Mascara who slides into that.
1: And it's amazing he hasn't got COVID because he gets every other disease on the face of the earth.
0: <laughs> his hamstrings have COVID, I think. I can't even imagine how...
1: During uh the time he went to hospital and had his knee scanned and then he was, and then they just told him to clear off, he was fine, he was training the next day.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we all thought he like blew out his knee or something.
1: <laughs> that they were just like, bro, you're fine. Yeah. There was a, and he's posting a photo with his mum by his side in the <laughs> hospital, and it's like, nah he's good. There's nothing wrong with him. It was, uh, just a slight graze, borderline Edwin Giassi moment. he didn't <laughs> quit.
0: He's just very delicate. <laughs> but I, his thing, I've always noticed this about him, and it's always driven me crazy. That he just seems so unfit ever since he showed up here, to where I'll just be watching games from the crowd, and it's 30 minutes into the first half, and I'm just looking at him, and he looks exhausted. And everyone else still looks fine, and he looks like noticeably way more tired than every other person on the field at all times.
1: It's frustrating, because he is so talented, and when he's on his game, he's really good. But it's like he doesn't care. Yeah.
0: Technically, he is probably as good as any player on FC Dallas, as far as just ability on the ball but like you said yeah it's the maybe it's a work ethic thing or a, who knows but um so he'll probably slide into that left mid or left wing spot i don't know, i would like to see them maybe try Paxton there or i guess maybe Jesus could even end up getting some time on the wings maybe we we'll see some Dante mm-hmm. Sealy. uh 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 maybe he gets his debut okay. um a lot of a lot of rotations probably expected uh so don't be surprised if, you know, we see guys like Dante Sealy get his MLS debut, or hopefully maybe we see some Thomas Roberts minutes. I'm a big uh, I'm a big Tommy Boo fan.
1: I'm I'm not allowed to whisper his name on this one, am I? Why not? I mean, that's what we do on third degree. So I guess we've uh, got like a copyright or something. I uh, don't know. Oh yeah, that's true. They're
0: not happy that I paid yeah. you a release clause and got you on here, but. Yeah. They should have set it higher, man. Yeah, I needed
1: that 15 cents too.
0: <laughs> God, with taxes, by the way, it brings it down to actually like 12 cents, so don't get too ahead of yourself. Um, so, oh, is there shit. anything <laughs> that you're specifically looking forward to in Orlando? Like I said, maybe like seeing the debut of Dante Seal or anything like that?
1: Uh, I think I'm looking forward to seeing how the team reacts to it, or really how they all do. Yeah. You know, you got that abbreviated preseason you've got some players that probably aren't feeling it too much um you've got reggie cannon essentially playing for a move um you know it's gonna be weird to see the games with the five subs uh, just how much that can change the game and, and how much more it can kind of unlock if if uh, coaches want to actually use all five how much uh rotation they're gonna have since they're gonna be playing like almost a world cup schedule
0: yeah, how many yeah. how many days is it with with the three games are within? We were trying to figure that out in the last one. I couldn't remember.
1: Uh, I want to say it's like sixteen or something. Five between each. So, yeah, like three games, five days. Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Oh yeah, because it, well, it's July ninth. It's the first game, right? Or is it tenth? Is the first FC Dallas game? It's one of the two. But then I know the fifteenth.
1: That involves me knowing things. I know the
0: fifteenth is the game where it's a. Morning game on a weekday because I already requested off of work, <laughs> uh, so that way I can spend the rest of my day either happy or mad. But uh, and then yeah, I, and then I'm the probably. other
1: one's on the twentieth.
0: Okay, yeah, so five days. Uh, that's yeah, that's that's tough for at any point in the season. But keep in mind that these guys have only played two games even before all this, so it's not like they're already in like peak mid season form. You playing Mario Kart or something? <laughs>
1: That was my phone, which I thought I'd put on silent.
0: Wow, is this your first rodeo, or what's going on?
1: Um, I did put it on silent. What the hell?
0: So do you have do you have a, a prediction as far as we did this in the last episode, whereas FC Dallas's leading goal scorer and how far they make it in the tournament?
1: Ah uh, no, um, oh, I think why Kobe you Kobe. okay? You're with, with me. me. How yeah, many leading scorer? He'll play bulk. Uh, how many games? Let's go with a uh, five. Five, wow! I had we'll say he's on fire, and uh, Your defense yeah, terrifying. I think they'll get to like that kind of conference final area. Hey, we're on a. Uh,
0: we're you and I are in the same. I said Cobra, with three though. I think they'll have a like a more balanced scoring, show. But I did. I did pick Joe, and I both picked FC Dallas in the uh, conference semis, or no, no conference finals. So I mean? the league semis. By the way, we couldn't figure this out. Did you ever get like a bracket where it shows specifically who plays who in the knockouts? I could never find it.
1: Yes, they actually released it, uh they made some changes to it last week and then yeah, released it. Because they
0: they said that now it's because for sure they three. Have that weird,
1: a. Yeah. Yeah, they have that they had that weird thing where they realized that they needed to make the fourth team kind of available as well. So Ah crap, who is it?
0: So is it West versus like West versus West all the way to the f- like the final still or or is it going to yes. be okay? Cool.
1: Yeah. So let me see. It's um, yeah. Actually Dallas could be if they win the group, they play. Who do they play? They play someone. The third team from Group A. If they come second, they play the second team from Group F. And then if they you know, finish one of those third place spots. They could pretty much play anyone.
0: Huh. So. game for first. <laughs>
1: I'll take. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, like that. It's gonna it it's gonna be weird. You know, obviously a lot of people go in, Well, Seattle's got that one. They're a big team, and. But it's it's, it's a gonna really shit. make a huge. Yeah, and every time that like, the players do media stuff. They're all pretty keen on saying it's whoever wants it most, whoever's done the most in, in practice. Um, and having young players that can just adapt really quickly is mm-hmm. such a big thing to have, and not a lot of teams have got more than that in, than FC uh, Dallas.
0: Yeah, and the whole uh, the whole no fans thing completely changes the way like, we fear at Seattle so much over the years because playing there is a nightmare for us. But if we're not playing in Seattle on turf in front of 45,000 people, it's a little bit different than playing them in Orlando in an empty stadium. You know, kind of takes away a lot well, of the fear nice for is, young players.
1: The nice thing as well, um, you know, when they do announce that revised schedule, you've got to think... FC Dallas uh, technically the away team against Seattle. That should probably and these group games count towards the regular season, mm-hmm. so FC Dallas probably aren't going to travel to Seattle this year. Yeah,
0: so it almost works out.
1: Thanks, COVID. Yeah, I mean that's you've you've turned your hardest away game into uh into a neutral venue crapshoot.
0: I'm sure we'll play him in the playoffs and they'll knock us out though, so it's okay. Um <laughs> So, well, yeah. I had a I had some questions I had written down for you. Um
1: That's a lot of prep work.
0: Yeah, I did it all while I was taking a dump earlier today.
1: Um
0: Okay that's, that's about right. That's not a jokey that I really did just write down on in a notebook, just points to hit on and stuff like that. Um so talked about how you're from Luton. So how quickly after coming or moving to Dallas would you say that you kinda of pick up on well what year did you move to Dallas actually?
1: Uh I moved here in twenty twelve. Oh. Yeah, so it was, yeah, I
0: was making sure it wasn't the burn at the time. So how quickly did you uh, nah, nah. kind of jump on the FC Dallas bandwagon? And what was your reason
1: behind doing it? I said um, band. bandwagon. That's a cool thing. Yeah, because FC Dallas is totally going to have a bandwagon. <laughs> I mean, shit, I couldn't even make up members of a band. <laughs> um, it definitely not um, a fire or anything like it that. It was one of the... F- <laughs> <laughs> Be a small
0: band. Yeah,
1: uh, it was one of the first things I did when I got here. I, you know, I wanted to watch the local team, and uh, so I looked up uh, the supporters' groups and everything else, and I was like, oh, great, the beer garden. That sounds just like uh, like the terraces in England. That sounds cool. So I tried it out and uh, kept going back ever since.
0: You're good for being so open minded. You could have come here, MLS is shit. I don't have any interest in watching it, I only watched League One. Well, now the championship, but go Luton. By the way, Luton are, I'll say yeah. Luton's my, my favorite team from now on. When people ask me, I'll say Luton Town, just to see what their reactions are. Let's see if they even know what the hell I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, normally it's just, wait, who? Is, is that like a soccer team or is that something else? <laughs> they, really? um,
0: oh, here's a question they did write down. If you could steal one player from FC Dallas to play for Luton Town, and then also vice versa, if you could steal like Luton to play for FC Dallas, who would they be?
1: Reggie Cannon, because we sold both of our fullbacks to Premier League teams, and it screwed us over.
0: So Reggie to loot. Uh, the other
1: way around. Yeah, yeah. Um, other way around. All that um, probably Cameron Carter-Vickers, even though he's, oh, he's only on loot. loan to loot, and just. Uh, I'm yeah. A, I'm a big CCV fan. Like he's that. on loan from Spurs. Um, he's been our best player now. Um, but yeah, you know. Rose Eagle is kind of starting to be a thirty-four-year-old mm-hmm. soccer player, um, you know. And then it's Brisson. If if Brisson can be the player that he should be, and he was, that'd be great. Um, then behind him, you've got kind of a little bit of a fall off to Callum Montgomery. So yeah, having a guy of his quality would be, uh, and his upside would be would be great. I've always been a fan of to uh, go alongside the GOAT, obviously.
0: The goat. Thank you for putting the res- the proper respect on the name of our Lord and Savior, Matt Hedges. Praise be, Matt Hedges.
1: <sighs> Thanks, be to Matt.
0: Oh, um, yeah, I'm a big Carter Vickers fan. That dude's an absolute fridge of a man. To where? How old is he now? He's like 21, I think, or 22. I don't know. He's he's uh, been young for forever. No idea. <laughs> and Spurs just keep loaning him out. Eventually, you got to think that they'll just sell him for something just so he can stop playing for a different championship team every six months for the rest of his career.
1: Yeah, I mean, hopefully to Luton. That would be great.
0: And so then maybe Matt Miaska too so he can bitch slap some people there. You saw that one? That, that
1: was pretty spectacular though.
0: <laughs> Everyone was giving him a lot of shit for it. I thought it was pretty funny. But if, I mean, if I was a fan of the team, I probably wouldn't find it as funny. Um,
1: Actually, I think we play Reading in a couple of weeks as well. So you'll have CCV yeah. and and uh, He got suspended
0: for three games for that I saw today. Or excuse okay, me. Maybe he won't be playing then. Excuse me, he was banned for three matches. Let me uh use your more your lingo.
1: It's the same shit.
0: <laughs> this is one thing I wrote down too, is uh so have you ever noticed how some American players will play in England for a long time and then pick up like a almost fake British accent whenever they speak? And how much does that bother you?
1: Yes, I've heard Brad Friedel talk and it is <laughs> uh I don't understand it. Shit. Or uh, I get, like, people Guzan. pick up accents. Hey, Kazan was weird. <laughs> the best one was Joey Barton. He was there for three weeks and suddenly he starts talking with his French uh, accent. What do you play for Marseille? Did you have a stroke? What
0: the fuck? <laughs> that was the most random signing ever.
1: Joey Barton goes to... Was it Marseille? Is that where he went? Marseille, yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, Steve McLaren, when he uh, managed FC20... He start, he started talking like he was Dutch. He's going hello, hello. night, mate. You're English. What what are you doing? <laughs> I uh,
0: I remember I remember was a YouTube video that Bolton posted whenever Stort Holden was there, and it was whenever he's hurt. So it was like, which was always unfortunately, um, it's following him around and he's talking to his teammates and stuff. And he's like, he's like uh, using stuff. He's like, oh yeah, in it and stuff like that. He's like, oh, bro. Like whenever he's talking to the camera, he's just like, "Yeah, you know, the injury's been real tough. Uh, you know, we're just trying to get back together." And his his one of his teammates like, "But oh, bro, oh, take the piss, bro, oh, in it." He's like, "Okay, where the hell did this just come from?"
1: Hey, that's that's Christian Pulisic's future.
0: That's true. Yeah, who knows? Uh, who knows what he'll pick up? It's funny hearing guys like uh, Hector Bellerin, who uh, they just sound. They ha- it's like a Spanish accent that just totally sounds like he was born in London now. Just the way he talks, it's kind of funny to, to hear accents mix up.
1: Anyone that signs for Liverpool, because they have such a weird accent. Anyone that's there for a while from a, from a foreign country, they just sound hilarious.
0: Liverpool, they just sound like they're trying to be one of the Beatles or something. Pretty much, yeah. So, from your time as a member of FC Dallas Media, oh yeah, how quickly did that come like come along after you moved here? Like, how quickly did you start getting into the the media side things um
1: about a year i think i i'd worked for and with teams for a long time in the uk and um about a year after about after about a year of watching fc dallas games i just got the itch and uh someone i knew uh was was looking for for some people to cover fc dallas so i uh Said yeah sure why not and then that snowboard.
0: the rest. Is, you had a pretty good resume going, and they just saw that you were British, and they're like, "Oh, this guy knows his shit." Or I well, guess... it was
1: actually a, it was a website. It was like, it was, it was based in the U.S., but most of the readership was actually in the U.K. Weirdly. Huh,
0: there is a small so... like like
1: a kind of a market for I've
0: noticed that there's some people in Britain who like mls and like american soccer for some reason i guess for that it's, it's kind of like liking non-league or whatever you know to where it's just fun and different
1: yeah yeah it's, def- it's definitely different. Like i when i was a kid um you know i used to watch like the highlight shows and I had like the old school shootouts and <laughs> i absolutely loved it it was great <laughs> Um, It was never anything like, you know, with the time difference that you watch live, but Mm -hmm. channels would have those highlight shows. Now, you know, they have the live uh, live games on, it'll be at at like one in the morning, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, Insomniacs suddenly get their own teams.
0: Uh, So when you talk to family or friends that you have back home, uh, what are their thoughts on MLS whenever you bring it up? Are they pretty... Pretty open to it.
1: Um, it's kind of funny when I first moved here. Um, you know, some people were like, Oh, yeah, well, I'll watch that games, That'd be fun. And like, we'd comment on them. And then, like, after maybe two months, I was like, Fuck staying up this long. <laughs> Never <laughs> heard anything since. This isn't worth it. Uh,
0: so, from it's
1: kind of funny actually. You mentioned, uh, you know, the funny look you get when you wear an FC Dallas jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I get fewer funny looks in the UK wearing an FC Dallas jersey than I do in Dallas.
0: They probably just think it's like your Sunday League team or something that you're just rocking around. Yeah, probably. probably. (laughs) That would be kind of weird to just wear your Sunday League jersey around, I guess, on a weekday. As long as you don't go full kit kit wanker. I've
1: done that before and it was kind of weird. (laughs) Uh,
0: So from, this is the question I was going to ask before I improv that other question. Uh, From your time in media, who have been the best and the worst players to interact with from FC Dallas. That's a good question. Mario
1: Diaz was the worst by far.
0: What was his English like? Did he speak any English?
1: No, not a word. But he also um, just wasn't it's not interested so am
0: in talking to media. Yeah. He, um,
1: he was, he was very shy anyway, mm-hmm. but he would, I remember being at practice one time and, um, you know, I was doing something, I think for MLS. So it was like, I had to get it, mm-hmm. uh, you know they were they were paying me to a specific angle, um, and you know the translators lined up. The club are like, "Yep, absolutely." And he says, "Hold on a second, I'm going to go outside and make a phone call or something." And oh no, that was it. He uh, so the locker the old locker rooms at FC Dallas that they still use for practice. Um, players have like two or three ways they can get in and out. Mm-hmm. So he slips room. out the back door to where like the ice baths and the tr- and the trainer's room is, and um yeah some standing there waiting with a couple of people from the FC Dallas staff, and then after about an hour we were Jeez. like fuck this Jesus because yeah. FC Dallas wanted to do something like a big Spanish thing with him as well, so they were getting pretty so they were pissed too. <laughs> we walk outside and he's sitting on the curbside because he couldn't drive. So he was sitting on the curbside waiting for his wife to pick him up, and then um, one of the guys that worked for FC Dallas, yeah, pretty much. One of the uh, girls that worked for FC Dallas absolutely chewed him out over
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty shitty to make you wait for that long. All right, so who are, who are some of your favorite guys?
1: Um, Reggie's always great. Paxson's always great. Ryan's great. Um, yeah, they're, they're, you know, for the most part, everyone is a great locker room a lot of uh, really good guys um cobra when you catch him at the right times actually just kind of like reggie actually when you catch there's some people when you catch him at the wrong time it's not great but mm-hmm. if you catch him in the mood that they they want to talk then you know they'll talk for a while and they'll give you some really good stuff um jesse gonzalez is a weird one uh, i once did an interview with him it lasted about five minutes and <laughs> the only thing he said was yes and okay and Yikes. it was just strange. It was like it was stuff about uh, it was right when he was making his uh, switch from uh, from Mexico to the US to play for the national team, and uh-huh. yeah, yeah, just just not, yeah, it, it was it was rough. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like being there. It's funny, like. You hear his his interviews in English and in Spanish, and they're just completely different. He's so much more at ease than that, so. <laughs> even though he speaks
0: perfectly fine English. He's just i guess
1: <laughs> yeah, born in North carolina and
0: uh <laughs> w t white's own the d i s d education um yeah from from my experience in the locker room, it was kind of like what you said, yeah, to where the majority are good dudes, you know, to where they're pretty friendly and I mean, obviously, if you catch them after a bad game, it's understandable they're going to not be in the best of moods. I think, like you said, our Reggie and Cobra isn't exactly surprising to me just because they both seem like incredibly competitive guys who maybe after a loss aren't in the best of moods. I mean, we've seen the pictures of Reggie after big losses and just how much it means to him and how competitive he is, you know. So I can imagine that he's not exactly thrilled to do his media obligation after games. I remember once of... a uh, whenever, I guess this was like three seasons ago, uh, I remember Kellen just skipping out on a a couple of media people walking up to him and ask to talk to him and he goes, "No, nah, I got somewhere to be, he just kind of got up and left.
1: Um, I mean, I, I get it if people are like that, uh, you know, they're like, hey, I, I just don't want to do it. Uh, Blas Perez always used to do that. He's like, nope, not doing it today. Um, aren't they obligated? It's to? when, no. I yeah. mean, the team are obligated to make people available in general you don't necessarily get to pick like so since you've uh since you did it they've actually made the change you don't go into the locker rooms anymore
0: you stand out in the hallway
1: so it was a new th- no it was a new thing this season um they've started just you go into the room for the uh for lucci's press conference and then mm-hmm. they'll just bring they'll ask you like which players you want and they'll bring a couple out that's kind of what they did whenever i did it with at the uh, visiting oh, no, sorry. teams um yeah, sorry. Um, it's sorry. It, that's not what it was. That's what they started to do, and then they changed it again this year. So, <laughs> the new locker rooms are huge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they're built for for NCAA games, not for FC Dallas. <laughs> so they put a, they put right where the door is. They put like a, they use like the tactics boards and stuff, and put like a little wall up. Mm-hmm. So you stand on the side of like the exercise bikes, not the warm up gear. And then when the players are done, they come over to you. Like they'll bring them over, which which is nice because, you know, you get around everyone. Um, one of the problems with going around the locker room is you're trying to give people time because, you know, nobody to wants to get a bunch of people. Yeah. No one wants to get asked a bunch of questions when they're naked. Um, That's what I give my time, best answers. Like, <laughs> I swear, officer. <laughs> um <laughs> No, but um, you know, you you actually you get a fair shot with everyone. It's not like you have to pick. Oh well, this person's gonna leave if I and so's this person. So which one do I go with? Or you know, you're asking someone if they will split up with you and give you the audio. Now it's like there's this whole you know circle you go around and you and you get absolutely everyone. So it's it's better now. Yeah, it's I like remember
0: uh, when doing with the way teams that it was basically like the PR guy for that team would control who they'd send out and if it was anyone of substance or anyone slightly famous they were like okay like we i remember uh, i think it was Armand asked for tim howard once and they were like oh, i'll see what i can do mm-hmm. the guy said he might as well have said fuck off kid and then they sent out jared watts instead
1: yeah i, I <laughs> had to do one on <laughs> wow <what? laughs> um I had to do one with la galaxy once and they were like no, we're not doing. We're we're not making anyone available today. We have a bus to catch and a flight to catch, and then they had this whole black limo just for their luggage. They were really, you know, Billy big bollocks in it.
0: They were like, you can have Chris Pontius. Um and you're like the one from Jackass, and they're like, no, nah, oh, it wasn't the, even that. The they they were player.
1: like, no, we're doing. They were like, no, we're not doing anyone. Um, That's so galaxy. Th- since they've been better, um, yeah. Weirdly, uh, I was supposed to do something with um, with them last year and. They were like, "We're taking three, three questions and ask it." I was like, "Hey, I'm writing, I'm doing something for uh, MLS, and it's a very specific thing. You know, am I gonna be able to get a question?" And yeah, yeah, it was their their internal person asked three questions, and they just rushed off and oh, like, God. You "Motherfuckers!" So I'm on the phone with with my editor for MLS, like, "Hey, um, I'm just gonna do something about home because the Galaxy just like pied me off completely. <laughs> they gave three questions um, to their own their own people. Yeah yeah but weirdly like the year before they they pull uh, zlatan out the locker room and everyone around is like so fucking starstruck so i'm the only one like okay i'll talk to you then fuck it.
0: everyone's like i don't want to say something that makes them mad
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was weird before i get a roundhouse um, kick yeah, to the head different different teams are definitely different portland are awesome i um actually love doing stories on them because uh you know the coach uh, Great to talk to Diego Valeri great to talk to Diego Chara doesn't speak English but even still it's kind of fun to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, sporting Kansas City, uh, the first time I did something with them, they were just like I was like, hey, can I uh, can I speak to? This was when Dom Dwyer was there, and I was like, hey, can I speak to Dom Dwyer? And you know, he just missed a penalty, and they would lost three uh, one, I think it was. And uh, you know, they were just like, yeah, sure, just just go in, <laughs> just grab whoever you want. I was like. Uh, oh they actually let you okay. in the locker room yeah they didn't give a shit i was uh no, talking cool. to peter Vermees and then he's a and just walked up talked to yeah i it was the game when uh blast scored a goal and uh, there was like a bunch of people offside and he's there like i swear i need to pull it up on my phone there's like uh there was a player offside i was like nah man there was three, <laughs> there was three <laughs> you're wrong there's offside. three <laughs> <laughs> he was screaming it's great it he's, he's always but, yeah, angry yeah they yeah, yeah. He, last time I spoke to him, he was—he uh, was salty that someone complimented his tie, and he was like, "Yeah, I well, still fucking lost best dress to some asshole in a tracksuit talking about uh, Tata Martino."
0: Now that's all Lucci, Lucci's the best dress now. No one's taking uh King Lucci's crown.
1: All right, so, so, much
0: so <laughs> I think you owe Armand some money now for using that term. Sasha Kleshton's yeah. going to come after you. Remember how upset he was about that article? <laughs> now that's my running joke with Armand. I mean, anytime he's upset he, about everything. Anytime he says anything, I'm like, don't make me get Sasha Cleton on you. Because <laughs> he's like, really? This <laughs> is journalism? This is an article? Calm the fuck down with your pedo stash. Or, sorry, pedo stash.
1: Zlatan <laughs> <laughs> will kill him again. Don't worry. It's true. All right,
0: so uh, let's get into some uh, quote fan questions. So first one, I guess these aren't in order. Uh, this is from Hayden Engel. He says with Cobra ending on a hot streak and five subs now being used, do you think Hara might be used as a super sub? It's kind of what we hit on earlier. Yes, that's probably what we'll see for the majority of the tournament. Um, yeah. I would. Ass- it's. I guess it's possible they could play together. Maybe if FC is looking for a goal, they sub off.
1: Ooh, that'd be rough.
0: Yeah, I don't. That's one if thing we talked about strikers.
1: last two Yeah. Uh, if you're playing two strikers, I want Pepe or Jesus, or, uh, Jesus there as like a fast option. I don't want two kind of aging slow guys in front. That would be horrible.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what we were. Me and uh, Walter and Joe were all kind of in agreement last week that yeah. it probably wouldn't be the best fit. But, I mean, hey, I mean, maybe if you're in late game, getting some balls in the box, I guess having two poachers doesn't hurt. But uh, So, yeah, I mean, we'll probably see him come on for Cobra most of the time. Uh, like I said, maybe occasionally a desperation. We need a goal sub. We'll come on for someone else. But uh, mm-hmm. this one is from my brother, uh, Dylan. Dylan Duell. Give him a follow. He goes, what is the best concession stand option at Toyota Stadium? My pick is the $1 cup of cheese sauce. Or the cheese sauce. Um, that's, that is that is. name. you like
1: a block of cheese? No. Uh, uh, the best concession is probably the exit gate.
0: I think hold on Joe sent me something. He had uh He said that the popcorn and soda deal for five bucks was his personal favorite concession deal. Wasn't that one was that like a chase card only? I like thing?
1: the uh Or no, that was I hot think dogs. So. I um I I did like they did was they were doing like the one dollar tacos a few years ago in the beer garden. That was pretty cool.
0: Hmm. I didn't I
1: never gotta try those.
0: Um got another one here from oh, G. Rochesco. Says, should Hollingshead fill in as the goalkeeper in Disney? And any thoughts or jokes on North Texas soccer club playing out of Globe Life Park? Well, uh, I saw the other day. I guess it was the anniversary of Mike McGee's like sixty-minute appearance in goal against the uh, Earthquakes when he was playing for the Galaxy. And he actually managed to hold on to a clean sheet and a zero-zero tie while with only ten men in a in a derby match. And I. <laughs> I just mentioned, I was like, oh, I remember watching this game and I had four people be like, Ryan did it better, Ryan did it better, Ryan did it better. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, he played four minutes in a game that was basically already over. It's not
1: quite the same. Yeah. It's- <laughs> it was great when they put together the highlight reel of Ryan and goal and it was like <laughs> just that one save off a really shit low free kick over and over again. The handling
0: was incredible on it, though. I thought he deserved an in-form. <laughs> and that they week. let him
1: throwing the ball out and kind of yelling at the defense, like, <laughs> solid. Great.
0: He just always wanted to yell at the defense like that. And he's like, just He just wanted an excuse to say, like, oh, it's fun to be on the other side of this for once. Uh, and then the other part was <laughs> thoughts on North Texas playing at a Globe Life Park. Is that for, So the USL is for sure going to play this season, right? The, or so far. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, and they are going to yeah, play in their uh, home. COVID
1: the final say, but, Um Actually, I don't know. Um, we've asked the question, and nobody seems to know whether they are or aren't. Uh, huh. Don't, my I've got a, I was gonna my, say I my cats in the background kind of oh. screaming. So <laughs> I just thought that was a dog
0: it. crying. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know whether they're going to play there or tour at a stadium. Um, if they can play at, at Globe Life, that kind of works out nicely for the 50% thing, because USL do intend to play in front of crowds. <laughs> um, But... I think North Texas might be under 50% the point fifty percent attendance, yeah. so they should probably be all right. Yeah, um, but yeah, when it comes to like the costs, uh, it's kind of who knows.
0: I so he asked if I had any jokes on it. I, I, this one hurts to come up with because I am a Rangers fan, but it'll be nice to finally see a Sorry champ. I hear that. Um, it would be nice to finally see a champion playing at Globe Life Park. Sorry, I know, I had to do it. I was just as sad as everyone else when they lost in back-to-back World Series, but I had to do it. Uh, this one is from jpeg, and it's a steamed hams, which is a great username. And uh, it was a link to, uh, I don't know if you saw that story of the Russian team who had to play their basically their youth team after like the COVID-19 breakout in the first team, and they lost into one. And I saw that their goalie won man of the match, even though he was he conceded ten goals. Um, so he wanted to know.
1: Well, that's that's the rule. If you're really shit, the goalkeeper is the man of the match. I guess that's because true. because just in picking the ball up out of the net, he has automatically done the most work.
0: Well, he's bound to make plenty of saves if he's getting shot at every four seconds. Um, so it says, how would an FCD academy team stack up against an MLS team if the scenario happened? And he said, it might have it might happen given the circumstances. Uh, it would be about the same. FC Dallas is as good as FC Dallas's academy is. Uh, you're still talking about literal children versus grown men. Um, it, it, they wouldn't win. Yeah. Probably, maybe not ten ten one bad, but they would get get beat pretty pretty easily.
1: Yeah, it'd be it'd be rough. I mean, you're talking about North Texas FC at that point, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. And as as good as they've been, um, they're play. They were playing in a league that they thought was going to be a better standard and maybe will be a better standard this time around. Um, But they weren't playing against MLS quality players. They were playing against guys making, like, you know, 1996 MLS money. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: plenty of the games I did watch. It looked like North Texas was... It looked like North Texas were grown men playing against kids when in reality it was kind of the opposite except there's just really good kids against pretty average adults. (laughs) Um. This, another question. Yeah, there was.
1: I mean, there was a lot of teams that brought over guys from like Ireland who'd played in their semi-pro league and never really done a whole lot, and <laughs> you know they were just there to be thirty-year-old guys elbowing kids in the face.
0: A lot of MLS outcasts
1: and stuff like that.
0: Uh, here's a question from FC Hedges. Once again, this is not me. Uh, if Jesse doesn't come Always. back, which let's be honest, probably a pretty good chance. Uh, who are some goalkeepers y'all would like to bring in? Well, they're obviously gonna give Jimmy the job for now, but I think that they at least have
1: to look around for a keeper in the market. They'll uh, definitely look around. Um Jimmy Jimmy's good enough. Jimmy is a MLS starter quality, we've we've seen that. Um Yeah, I agree. You know, Jesse is a better shot stopper, Jimmy is a smarter player. For sure. Um he doesn't make quite so many brain farts Um, and I'm talking about on the pitch I'm not talking about anything off it Uh, Um, yikes yeah I mean you can take it as you will but I'm just talking (laughs) about his game in general Um, you know um, Kyle Zoback has come on such a long way that he is actually an MLS backup player at this point I was actually pretty Um, impressed with when I did see him for North Texas because I hadn't really ever seen him
0: play much and then I saw a couple games with North Texas and he made some pretty nice saves so I was a little surprised
1: yeah, his uh, his improvement this past uh, year and year or two has been just insane. Because uh, when they brought him back, I was thinking he was he was awful, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, he uh, and he still looked it for quite a while. To be totally honest, uh, I, I'm on and I'd go to training. We'd be kind of joking about it, um, but yeah, he's uh, just kind leaps and bounds. And I mean, you know, the guy's in his his peak years now, and honestly, he could probably go off and. And get a USL Championship gig if he really wanted it. Playing time. Um, he seems
0: like a good dude. Yeah, too. that. No, that's a, that yeah,
1: hurt. yeah, really nice guy. Uh, um, but yeah, they, they've got to look really to you know they've had a history of having like two starter level keepers, mm-hmm. um, or well, three one season when Dan Kennedy's here for, for quite a while. Uh, yeah, you think like Chris Ice, who is who is a very good keeper, was was the backup here for so long they really need to to keep that, that trend of having two legitimate starters. So they'll definitely be looking for someone, whether they sign someone. Who knows? It depends what the money's like. It depends what kind of playing time they're looking for. It's,
0: it's Guillermo Ochoa time, Dan. It's time to bring him here and sell out some games next year. I'm just kidding. They would never do that. And I don't think he would ever come. He's in p- America, right? Yeah, he's he's pretty happy probably with his uh his i guess his home club i doubt he's interested in coming to frisco
1: but i'm trying to think hey, of maybe some... we could steal pachuca's keeper for free
0: <laughs> i'm trying well, to like last s- time right trying to think of some realistic names uh william Yarbrough. it's just that uh, american guy that plays for leon and has been there for a while i swear i've seen rumors of him going to mls like every year but sergio oh, romero right.
1: Wait! Oh no, he did sign. He with Colorado? Col- he's with Colorado.
0: Oh yeah, he did sign there. Shit! Oh, never mind. Tim Howard, he's coming out of retirement. He's not gonna play. He's gonna play for Memphis, and he's gonna play for FC Dallas, and he's gonna do I mean, TNT. Oh wait, they got rid of.
1: He uh, did frequent the titty bars in Dallas after games here. So he really, probably possible that? Oh, do you not remember that when Colorado were here, he he did like a. I think it was like a make a wish thing or something <laughs> uh, immediately after the game. And then that, that was unrelated and then hurried oh off. and next thing you saw, there were like videos all over social media of of him in, I don't know if it was like, uh, one of the places down by Harry Hines anyway. Nice. I thought
0: you were saying he took some make a wish kids to a, a titty club. And I was going to say, that's a real, real classy move on Tim Howard. And that's why I like yeah, the guy.
1: That's MVP level stuff. Man.
0: That's yeah. He's, he's the goat for that. Um, but I don't know, I don't know. I don't I can't really think of any goalies off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of some like backups around MLS who they can maybe acquire but uh...
1: Someone uh someone put on one of the Facebook groups about Joe Hart and I just thought <laughs> that's adorable. Does he even play for Burnley? Is he their
0: backup? When does he play anywhere? That's true. I remember when he went to Italy, everyone was like, What the fuck? It's the most random move ever. Yeah, yeah. I, every time I think of Joe Hart, I just think of that, that uh, clip of him just screaming at the ball kid to give him... Give me the fucking ball! Just yelling at him, kicking the board.
1: <laughs> and then he dropped it. Yeah. And
0: where's uh, Rob Green? Can we bring him in? Wait, was that... Was no. That was, that, that no, was the guy no, that no. fumbled it in the World Cup, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, that's what he always did his entire career. So when he started playing for England, it was like... Did did you all not watch him play before?
0: I saw a picture of him recently, now he's got like a full on Mohawk and shit. He looks like he's oh, in yeah. Sons of Anarchy.
1: He He played a game against uh the last time Luton were in the championship, he was at Norwich and uh Carlos Edwards, who played for Trinidad and Tobago, lobbed him from behind from about the halfway line <laughs> and it was such an easy save, but he just fell over. It's nice.
0: That's uh it
1: made it like, didn't attempt to save, it just fell over. Made uh, the musical like look he good. He couldn't stand still. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Let me check. I think that was
0: all the fan. Co- yep, we addressed the attendance one earlier. But uh, let's see, where are we? Yeah, we're an hour. So got hit on a lot of stuff. Uh, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of new FC Dallas news since the last time we uh, recorded the podcast. There's only a couple things I just want to hit on. I also just want to get something out before. The games start kicking off again and uh we'll actually have some FC Dallas games to analyze and talk about which is kind of weird to think that we're literally only what, like 9 days from or 10 days from today that we're recording it.
1: Hey, uh might have some breaking news. Here. Uh-oh. I just uh just got told that three more players tested.
0: Oh shit. Three more FC Dallas players? Yeah. Well, you heard it here first.
1: So nine total.
0: This is a saddest. Yeah, because
1: MLS is back. It's a great idea. Oh, boy. Copa <laughs> Copa strikes again.
0: The quarantine cup. All right, I guess I'm heading to Orlando. Let me start packing my jersey and stuff. I'll suit up for the lads. We'll,
1: we'll just play pro clubs at Safer. <laughs>
0: shit dan is the pro club's legend as you probably saw from that clip he posted of uh, him hitting the post twice <laughs> and that was just like once of like six different instances throughout the night of him nailing the post multiple times
1: yeah it was either that or take out a player oh that's true no, yeah you're no you're, skill in it whatsoever
0: you gotta let people know you're there early on in a match even in pro clubs
1: well that's just how i play for real so you know it's just just start imitating life <laughs>
0: You to leave one in early and let them know you're there, and let them know it's going to be a tough 90 minutes, even on a virtual
1: pitch. That's that's how I was always taught. You know, you got first five minutes, go straight through the back of them, let them know you're there, let them know not to try any fancy shit.
0: <laughs> Guy, the worst thing you could do in the lower leagues in England, I've heard, is do a step over early on in a match.
1: Yeah, you will get fucked up. You'll get a you'll get a um, a Concacaf tackle. When you play like when you play like Sunday League. um, uh, yeah, I know, like, everyone wears colored, like, really colorful boots now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even still, like, like, five years after that started becoming a thing, people were still like, that shithead's got shiny boots. I'm going to fucking murder him.
0: If he's not wearing Copa Mundialz, then he's getting two-footed. So that's the rule over so there. if you
1: didn't get black shoe polish out and just color those bastards in, he's dead.
0: It's like uh, how Ryan's bit, whenever he first came here, was the black boots that everyone loved and then he got rid of them and uh he's and brought then he got the man bun and they, yeah and they got rid of that but he's brought the stash back and you know who else is rocking hey, the man. stash Paxton palmy call
1: Paxton stash that's something serious I mean, wow it's, it's pretty
0: a, pretty solid mustache for a 20 year old it's better than I can do and i'm twenty three so
1: yeah that's i mean i'm i'm thirty three and it's better than i mean I've got a full beard but i you know, I, I could never do the Hitler thing because that middle part <laughs> do not fill in right. You've got the it reverse Hitler. Like got, yeah, it just looked like I've got a quote mark on my face.
0: Yeah, I can't really grow it like, in the middle either. You know,
1: Pax has got has got the full amount. There's some Just for Men in there and some... The color is a weird, Because
0: yeah. <laughs> it's so blonde, probably naturally. I think uh, on FIFA, they gave him a mustache, and then I think they took it away once he shaved it. Actually, no, no, they didn't. He, on FIFA, the other day, I was looking. He, he, I mean, it isn't his actual face, but it's just a, a guy with long hair and a headband and a mustache now. So it kind of looks like there's a random yeah. pedophile running around in the, the cam spot for uh, <laughs> SC Dallas. But uh, yeah, if I'm if I'm Adam Paxton's... Johnson
1: doesn't play for FC Dallas. <laughs> he
0: plays on the U16s. Um, if I'm if I'm Paxton Palmicall's agent or business manager or whatever, I'm telling him to keep that shit and I'm telling him to make that his brand. And you know, like I'm selling shirts with the outline of a of a mustache. I'll tell you what, Paxton Palmicola's face is gonna be a lot more recognizable in U.S. soccer if uh, he keeps a stash because I've seen plenty of national media guys kind of hyping up the. Uh, the paxton stash, and obviously he's an incredible young player too that doesn't hurt, but I think the stash could take him to the next level of uh bringing in some uh some cheddar for old Paxton
1: yeah, yeah definitely you know just just uh just go full on biker levers before every game and stuff and look like you're actually gonna murder someone and do meth afterwards uh and then just like be actually be a really skillful attacking player. <laughs> It looks like a an
0: extra from Grand Theft Auto five. As one of Trevor's friends, and then he's gonna go flying he in He's gonna go flying in on a forty yard press to win the ball in the ninety third minute. Damn, so really three more we we had some breaking news on the second ever episode yeah. of uh I mean I guess it's not gonna be breaking whenever people hear this in like two days, but <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's what I was kind of like. Okay, this is safe to do. Yeah, I was gonna say. But that. yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy, and it's it's kind of funny. Like, you know, we can't disclose the names, but the names are pretty. You know, uh, <laughs> players that would play.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> All right. Well, I guess North Texas is gonna have to win the MLS's back tournament. Um...
1: Yep, yeah, get those Russian kids playing
0: everyone wanted to see an academy team versus adults well shit, here we go
1: it's weird like um I, saw, I said it on uh on third degree last week um trying kind to of keep saying in the championship is whoever doesn't get covid is gonna do really well it's it's <laughs> it's it means a lot more than it should and it kind of seems so right now uh you know i know orlando orlando city have been struggling um every team's had a positive case at least and mm-hmm. now you know MLS doesn't make them disclose it so uh it's it's gonna be it's gonna be rough and they are all in that little quarantine bubble which you know is really just like a chickenpox party now yeah oh man um you know minus the facial herpes
0: i can't i i just can't believe like what you're saying about how they tested the guys and then let them train before they even like knew there was like what was the point of even
1: <laughs> it's stupid what was the point of yeah you know, like there's a uh, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, we're talking talking right now on the day that that picture of the sandwich thing came out. Like, oh, yeah. it's like a twelve-hour quarantine to keep them all safe. And it's, oh. I have enjoyed. It's the... no good having quarantine of any kind if you're gonna let them go out on a field and sweat, all, and you know, and exactly. cough and splutter all over each other. I, I I have enjoyed the Cobra
0: in Orlando content though. That dude is a uh, yeah.
1: He he deserves one of those Webby awards.
0: He's he's a fun dude. I tweeted them today, I said just give him a camera and let him just do a daily vlog of all of Orlando. Let him be a YouTuber. And I think he would 100% be down and I think it would be incredibly entertaining. <laughs> I'm all in on so, Cobra content. Uh,
1: I don't I don't use Instagram. I look at Instagram purely for his stories cuz they're hilarious. He's one of my it. favorite Instagram
0: follows, yeah. I love his dog content too. His dog is super cute and uh
1: and his TikTok's really yeah, good, too, because I follow TikTok, him on TikTok is strangely <laughs> addictive.
0: Yeah, he's one of, like, three people that I follow on TikTok. The other two are just random Same. weirdos. that. Make oh, you it.
1: don't follow FC Dallas? Ooh.
0: No, I don't follow I, I only follow. I only like really weird stuff on TikTok where it's, like, meth heads making videos where they're, like, they don't know that it's, like, a public forum. They're, like, call me back, babe. It's just, like, they think that they're talking directly to someone. They don't know that this is, like, a platform with millions of people. That's the kind of stuff I'm into. I don't really care about little dancing videos and acting and lip-syncing and stuff.
1: Do, do they have MAGA hats on when they said this? Um,
0: there's, yeah, you, there's probably a pretty good lane for that. You could find it. I don't think they're wearing masks in the video, if, yeah. in case that's surprising. To- I don't think they're wearing masks in FC Dallas camp, either, so... Um, well, I guess now that we've brought down the mood enough with uh, more COVID news, um, I guess there's a good,
1: good Yay, part yeah, you're to... sad.
0: Hey, it's in the name, man. <laughs>
1: I've got sad FCD yeah. players. No, no, you're killing that. You know, just... <laughs> but uh... sick FCD. Sick FCD. <laughs>
0: That's gonna be my someone
1: get one. that on Twitter now. Sick FCD fans. It's my new it's sister just, account. Like an update every day. Uh, it's just like cough cough every three hours you just post test (laughs) results came back i am the father
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man well we'll see if this even goes on now (laughs) this kind of changes things probably a little bit i would assume but well thanks for coming on dan uh i want to thank everyone who listened to episode one and uh You know, feedback was nice to see. You're welcome. People enjoyed it. Yes, Dan is uh, one of the main... I think uh, we had kind of flattened the curve as far as listeners go, and then Dan tweeted out about it like three days later and started the second wave of listeners. You see what I did there? No, that was
1: just my Spotify fucked up playing over and over again.
0: Oh, well, you can do that every week. I might try that too. I don't mind. Um,
1: But yeah,
0: Jonathan Ross called me a millennial, which is incorrect. I am actually... Not old enough to be a millennial. Uh, I'm Gen Z.
1: Um, oh, really?
0: Oh. I think 25 is like Terrifying. 25 is like the millennial starting age or 26. And so I missed it by a couple of years. Unless he thought I was that old, which in that case, thank you, because most people think I'm like 16 when they see me. So um, appreciate that. But yeah, all the feedback has been nice. I'm glad to see that you guys are enjoying it. And uh, hopefully, uh, like I said, hopefully. The next one we're actually talking about some FC Dallas games, but shit, who knows now.
1: <laughs> um, on FIFA,
0: yeah, yeah the the, vers- the pro clubs quarantine cup, brought to you by Corona beer, and streaming on Twitch. Speaking of Twitch, Dan, we got to get uh, some pro clubs in on Twitch one day. We got to get Walter in, even though he acted. Yeah, like-
1: definitely. Uh just you know cussing like crazy after hitting the post seven times in a row yeah i, um, I promise
0: i won't cuss enough to get you banned from twitch which is uh, usually the way i speak while playing video games probably would get you banned but i'll, I'll clean it up a little
1: oh i, I realized uh so dbgs had a, a fifa tournament and i was like oh screw it you know actually I like, i have a, a twitch for like um you know like twitch prime you get like rewards with stuff mm-hmm. so i was like you know i have the account oh, i may as well use it for something so um the first game i didn't realize it was like recording all the, the microphone stuff oh, shit. and the person i was playing didn't they didn't want to do like the party audio so it was just me and i'm cussing like anything <laughs> I'm like fucking shit what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and uh yeah yeah it was not you uh, didn't realize the funny afterwards. thing is i won that game three knew it was the only game i actually won but still
0: <laughs> let me hop in that tournament and uh, so i can
1: f- experience a win for, uh, the
0: first time in yeah.
1: s- several months. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Uh, it was.
1: It was bad. I. I kept playing games where I was like, I should have won and I didn't. And. Uh, that's yeah. FIFA. That's every uh,
0: yeah. game of FIFA that I lose is a game I should have won but I didn't. It's. It's the only video game that I'm confident enough in to where I get mad every time I lose because I genuinely think I can beat anyone for some reason when I can't. Other games and I suck telling, at, like, I don't care.
1: Kylian Mbappe turns into Christian Coleman in front of goal.
0: Yeah. Or he turns into yeah, the second coming of life. Or he turns into the second coming of Jesus Christ himself and is unstoppable. <laughs> it's just depends. and sometimes he's both in the same game in a span of ten minutes. It just depends. But we can I can complain about FIFA all day. Uh I guess we'll get out of here on that. Thanks for listening and uh hopefully we'll uh catch you after F C Dallas plays some games. <laughs> all right, thank can you. No one else get sick. <coughs> what? Oh.